Ketubot of Tet, after discussing the Hashasim Habim Ono that we say in Berkat Amazon by Hatan, we talked about Berkat Avelim, we saw Harish Lakish told Yudab and Ahmani to say words of comfort to people. We talked about the cups of wine that Avelim used to drink, and with that, we're going to get back to Ketubot, and we're going to discuss the first Mishnah. We said people used to get married on Wednesday. And the reason is, so if she's not a betula, he could come and complain Thursday morning in Betin, because the Batedinim used to be open Thursday morning. So with that, we're going to start Hetamud Bet, the last three words on the page, where it says Amar Bil Azar. Now we're on Tetamud Aleph. Haomer Petah Patuah Masati. If a man said he found an open opening. He's trying to prove that she's a zona. She says, to say that there's no dambetulim, well, you could always say that maybe she's from a family that doesn't have blood over there, or maybe there's a case where they lost the, the bed sheet, or maybe she's older, and as a woman gets older, she doesn't have that betulim blood. Okay, whatever. So we're not saying uh, he just uh, couldn't find the blood. Here we're talking about it's mamash open, and he's claiming that she, she was mezane while she was engaged to him. So Neeman de Osra Alav, he is believed in a sense where he can't stay married to her because a person could be Osir something on himself. So the Gemara asks, Ve'amai, why is that? Let's say she was with someone else. It's a suffix fekau. It becomes a double doubt, meaning doubt number one, suffix number one is tahtav. Was she to someone else while she was engaged to him, Safek and Tahtav, or maybe it was before they were engaged, and maybe she didn't do anything wrong. And number two is Let's say she was with another man while she was already engaged to him, Safek Beones Safek. But so maybe it was Beones, and if Beones, she didn't do anything wrong. So the Gemara explains it. Lord Sericha, what are we talking about? Be'eshet Kohen. So with the Kohen, even if it was Be'ones, it's a problem. So now you have only one Safek. And from one Safek, you could be Oseher. And again, Tosfot, very fascinating Tosfot over here. Very good to look into. He also brings up the question. We could also say that uh, she, there's a Safek that she's a Mukat Aetz. And that's why she doesn't have any uh, Dam Betulin. And Tosfot answers... That number one, since she herself is not claiming that, the fact that she's not talking shows you that's not the case. But number two, Rabbeinu Haran El explains that even if she's a Mukat Aetz, it's closed. Here, he's explaining that it's open. And the Ritva also says the reason it wasn't mentioned because Mukat Aetz, it's not a normal occurrence and the Gemara is not going to talk about something out of the ordinary. But the Ramban plays with this beautiful he says okay if you're going to bring that in but you also have to bring the fact that maybe she was nivalta someone pasultar before and then again it's uh, back and forth even so uh, we're just going to leave it at bay these are our two svekot very again this is an inter- inter- very very fascinating sugya so number one we answered could be she's a wife of a kohen and if she was nival then she's a sort to him even if it's be honest be'eshet Israel or we're talking about the wife of Israel could be we're talking about a case where her father accepted kiddushin for her when she was under the age of three 
So we know for a fact, if she was with someone before the age of three, the Betulin would have grown back. And so obviously we're talking about a situation where she was Nival after the age of three and after the Irusin, and that's a problem. So we're back at only one suffix. Maybe it was Be'ones. And because there's one suffix, she, sh- she should be Asur Misafik. So the Gemara asks, Maika Mashmala, what should be El Azar really trying to teach us? Tenina, we have a Braita. Haomele, Isha Kiddashtich, Vihi Omeret, Lo Kiddashtani. A man tells a woman, I was Mekadesh, you in front of two Ma'adim, and she's saying, No, you didn't. He muted Bikrova, Vihu Asur Bikrovoteha. She is allowed to marry his relative. He's not allowed to marry his, her relatives. Why? Because he could be Osir himself, and she is not Osir herself. So the Chorah, this din that Rabbi Azar said all the way at the top, that a person could be Osir himself, but we already learned that. So the Gemara explains that we need both. Because Maudetem, I would have thought, Hatam over there in the case of Kiddashtich, Devadai Kimle, maybe he for sure knows who he gave Kiddushin to or not, over here by Petah Patuah Matsati, you could say, Maybe the guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Maybe she's really a Betula and just the guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Kamash Malan, comes to teach us that once you made that claim, she becomes a sur to you. So now the Gemara asks a question. Did Azar really say that a woman who her husband says that she was Mizana? She's a sort to him even without Aidim. Veha Marabil Azar Bil Azar is the one himself who said Enaishani Esert Al Bala Ela Al Iske Kinui Ustira Uchmaase Shehaya. A woman is not who is Mizane. She's not a sort her husband unless there was a kinui where he told her you're not allowed to be anywhere near this person and then there has to be a stira where there's Aydim who says well she was with him in private like the story was with David and Bacheba. so right away the Gemara asks if it is better does it make sense that the Rabbi Laza said that the story of David and Bacheva with Uriah Haiti that was done with kinui and stira what are you talking about? Uriah Haiti never gave a, a kinui and there was no stira, there was nothing, it just happened. Who said she was Asur to Uriah Haiti? Maybe she was Mutar. Meaning, in order for her to be Asur to her husband, remember, if that was 100% the case, then she would be Asur also to David. And we know the story that David ends up marrying her. And we know if, uh, if there's an Ishat Ish situation, it's Asura Labal and Asura Laboel. But here she's Mutar to David. So obviously there was nothing wrong over here. There had to be a Kinu Ustira. So there's no Kinu Ustira. So she wasn't Asur. So what, what, what exactly is Rabbi Lazar talking about? So the Gemara answers, that's not a question. This is what he's trying to say. A woman cannot be a sword from her husband unless it has to do with kinui and stira. And where do we learn this from? From the story of David and Bacheva. There was no kinui stira. And she was not Asur. Because there was no kinui and there was no stira, that's why she was allowed to marry David afterwards. The Gemara says, but still, we still have a problem on Rabbi Lazar. And it sounds like there's a kinui and stira, a warning and idim. That's when we say she's Asur to her husband. However, if he comes and says she's a zona, no, she's not a sur. 
So now the Gemara has a question. According to what we understood from Rabbi Lazar, that in order for a woman to be a sword, there has to be kinus tira in idim lo. It sounds like if there was just idim that say she was with another man, that's not strong enough to make her a sword. And we know that's not true. We know idim is stronger than gold. Ela, you have to say hachi kama. This is what Rabbi Lazar meant. The woman cannot be a sword to her husband with with one ed. It has to be two witnesses. And if there's kinui, when a husband warned her, and there's witnesses that they were together, even with one ed, she's also a sword to her husband. And open opening. That's already like two aedim according to Rabbi Lazar, and she's a sur. If you want to say, well, you want to ask by David and Bacheva, why didn't they not make her a sur to him after Uriah passed away? There was a lot of aedim who knew exactly what happened. And of course, we know that David wasn't with her in front of people, but there was a Yehud, and that's strong enough. Or like Tosfot explains that. It's like a petah patuah situation where a person is believed on himself and David knew exactly what he did and that's strong enough. So the Gemara explains, onesava. Over there, it was an honest. She couldn't say no to the king. She, she was an anusa. And what, by the way, the Ramban is medayak from here that if a woman was with another man by force, and in the end, her and her husband didn't work out. Either he dies or either she gets divorced. She's allowed to be with that other man. Honest is not like being together with Mezid. It's, it's totally different. Or you could say, Anyone who went out to war in David's army, get He would write a get to his wife on condition that if he dies, the get takes precedence from the day he wrote it. And that's exactly what happened with Uriah. He wrote that get, went to war. He never ended up coming back home. So that means the get it goes retroactively to the second he left home. And this is exactly what Yishai told David. Find out what's going on with your brothers. Take their collateral. What does that mean, take their collateral? Go get whatever is between your brothers and their wives, which is their kiddushin. I want you to take take that get that they usually write over there. Anyone who goes out to war, you see that they wrote this get already from Shaul HaMelech's time. And I want you to cancel out the kiddushin with a get. Now, Rashi explains this is a get that uh, it takes effect from the time it was written. And the condition over there was, if he doesn't come back from war, or at the end of the war, she's divorced from now. And even though Uriah came back, he didn't come back at the end of the war. He came back either before or after. And therefore, she's a safek eshet ish in those days. And Rabenu Tam explains it that those who went out to war by David, they used to completely divorce, but in private. And since not everyone knew about it, it was a safek eshet ish. And the Rivash brings down that in a place where people used to go far away for business, especially if they're going on boats, they should write this type of get. 
And over the years, there was a lot of uh, soldiers, especially in the Israeli army, who wanted to write this type of get. And Hachamim were iffy about it. Um, at one point, the Hachamim wanted it, except no one wanted to sign it because it was sort of a, uh, a permission not to look for my body in case they can't find it. This way, my, it's only for my wife not to be Aguna, but then what about me? Who's going to come looking for me? So uh, that's how it uh, went out the window. But it was definitely up there over the years, uh, especially every time something scary like a war is about to happen or someone is a spy going undercover or something like that. Very good to look into the history of this get over the years. Now, the Gemara is going to bring uh, a proof to Rabbi Lazar who said, the man is believed to be Osir, his wife on him, Amar now we also learned in our Mishnah, a person who said, Petah patuach matzati, he could be Osir, her on himself. We don't say that the person is not an expert because what do we learn? Betulani said, Leom Arvi'iyah. Betulani is married on Wednesday. Leom in Leom Hamishilo. We say she gets married Dafka on Wednesday, not Thursday. What's the reason? Mishum ikerure data. The idea is, if they get married on Thursday, by the time he gets to Betin, he's going to calm down. He's not going to get angry. He's going to forget that she's not a Betula, and we're not going to have the truth. And the Gemara asks, Ulmai, why do Hachamim care if he comes down or not? If it's about the Ketuba, let him give her. Listen, you're the one who was quiet and... Uh, uh, you, at the end of the, if you didn't, you weren't happy with this marriage. You here, give her a double. Ela leosra alav. No, we're talking about a situation where, let's say, she was with another man while she was meoreset to him, and now she's asur to be to him officially. And if he's quiet about it, she's going to continue living with him beisur. Utka ta'in ta'ana. Now, if a person's coming to Beti the next day. Let's say they were together on Wednesday, no betulin, they come together on Thursday morning. What's his ta'ana? My love, aren't we saying that he's saying petah patuah and he's making her asur to him? And that's a clear proof to Rebil Azar. The Gemara says, Lo, no, maybe he's not talking about petah patuah. Maybe he just said, maybe he's just saying, I didn't find the blood. That anyone can tell he, at that day he didn't uh, see it on the bedsheet, and therefore she's asur. But he didn't say petah patuah, meaning he only understands in, uh, in the blood on the bedsheet, but he doesn't understand petah uh, patuah. Now, Amar Yehuda, Amar Shmuel, Haomer, petah patuah matzati. If a person said he found an open opening, neeman of sida ketubata, he is believed to make her lose her ketubah. And even though it's a he said, she said sort of thing, we're going to believe him and she's going to lose. And we're going to learn on next Amud why. And Amar of Yosef, Micah Mashmalan, so what's the Hidush of Yudah Mashmuel? Tenina, we learned in Amishnah, Aukhel Etzel Hamiv, Biuda, if a person eats by his father in law between the Irusin time and the Nisuin time in Yehuda, Shalom Be'adim, there's no witnesses. He cannot say that he didn't find the Betulim. Why we finish him Because over there they used to have Yehud together before the wedding, as we explained before. And Rav Yosef is Medayek. He cannot say, I couldn't find Betulim. Dafka and Yehuda. Ha be Galil in Galil where they are not mitiachet together before the wedding. Matzitain he could be toain taanat bitulin and we would believe him. Ulmai and the Gemara asks to what ainyan 
do we believe him? If it's to make him a sur, then in Yehuda, why should she not be a sur to him? Why should he not be believed in Yehuda? At the end of the day, a person has a right to be osir on himself something that is mutar. Elalav, you have to say, in what sense do we believe him? They have sida ketubata, to say that she doesn't get the ketuba with the katain ta'ana. Now, when a person is making a ta'ana, what's he claiming? My love, the katain ta'ana, petah patuach, isn't he saying petah patuach matzati? And that's why in Yehuda we don't believe him. And in Galil we do believe him, and we believe him strong enough to make her lose the ketubah. And the Gemara pushes back, look, no, maybe he's not talking about Petah Patuah. Maybe it's not like Rabbi Azar. Maybe we're not saying that we believe him when he says Petah Patuah. Maybe he's not an expert. Maybe it's the Kata'in Ta'anatami. Maybe he's just saying, hey, I never found any blood on the bedsheet. And maybe if maybe uh, their, their relatives, uh, the, the Shushbinin, as, as the Gemara is going to say, they come, they touched him here, there, they see that there's no blood. They were there to make sure no one uh, was lying about anything. But there's no proof to what Rabbi Lazar said that when he says Petah Patuah Matzati, we believe him in order for her to lose her ketubah. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Amen Amen.